Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. Today, I have an amazing guest with us, Austin Harrison, the founder and CEO of Northbeam. We are going to be talking about attribution today because in the world of Elevar and our customers and conversion tracking, the word attribution comes up all the time. So I wanted to bring in an expert here to uh, dig in a little bit. So Austin, if you could just give a quick background on yourself and we'll uh, we'll jump into uh, today's episode. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Brad. Appreciate it. Yeah. Basically, I've been in digital media for quite some time, helped launch uh, the first audience panel for net ratings, which is one of the early rating systems for the internet, ended up going public and was acquired by Nielsen. Learned from some great founders back then who kind of mentored me. And today, you know, uh, about three years ago, just got really excited about analytics, dug into the platforms that are out there, and felt like we could we could do something a little different and maybe add value to e-commerce operators and get into attribution. Yeah. And that's Northbeam, right? Yep. Northbeam.io. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's just talk attribution one-on-one. Can you just describe to us what attribution is, what the role of it is, and then we'll get into some of the other dependencies, yeah. but let's start there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, on a very basic level, attribution is trying to understand if I spend a dollar on a platform, whether it's, you know, Meta or Google or YouTube or TikTok or Snapchat, whatever the platform is, or, you know, influencers or my own organic media, you know, things that I put out just content or a customer just creates a video or content that generates revenue, right? Which at Northbeam we track. And so the idea is what drives revenue very simply and on a more complex basis, what things in concert together generate revenue and how much should each thing get in terms of revenue credit as you and i as we know because you're you're obviously a one of the you know world authorities on this you know it sounds obvious and simple but you know as things you add more and more things into the mix it gets more complicated to understand what is actually driving revenue right because you know everyone's going to tell you they're driving all your revenue right so the question is you're trying to figure out what are the levers I can pull? What are the things that are profitable or aren't profitable in terms of scale of the business? And are those the type of questions that you are getting from your customers that are either evaluating different platforms or being referred to you? Are they coming to you just, just saying, hey, I don't know where to spend our money, especially post iOS and all the, the Facebook and Meta chaos? Yeah, I mean, we're big fans of Meta at Northbeam, right? We're, mm-hmm. We think Meta is a great platform. We think Meta is is underutilized in a lot of circumstances. So, and what we try to do is help people understand where, how you engage with Meta and where the best places are to engage. That's always the issue, right? Like a lot of brands will call me up, the CEOs and say, should I just spend less on Meta? I'm like, no, you should spend more just on the right things, right? On the right things. So that's where attribution comes in, which is like, what are the specific ads, campaigns, or even organic content on meta that makes sense right so it's you know maybe you just do much more organic a lot more organic content and then the right paid content so uh but the paid content i you know we're huge believers but again where attribution comes into play is what levers to pull specifically like is it you know way less retargeting more prospecting is it 
this type of prospecting? Is it more video, less video? Every business is different. So we're trying to help them understand what are the levers to pull to scale. So just to bring that back into the the one-on-one example, that is essentially what brands are coming to you to try to solve is, hey, we're spending a million dollars a month and here's what our current spread is across these different paid and organic channels. We think we have things dialed in 80%, but we don't know if we really only have things dialed in 20%. So is that is that the macro view that people are coming to you to try to solve? That's exactly right. Yeah. And we, as I think, you know, we have a lot of clients spending well over a million a month and, mm-hmm. and yeah, those pulling the right levers and, you know, making the right decisions could be without a shade of a doubt, it's critical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Just if you were just having a conversation, just describing attribution to someone that may not be as deep in the weeds as we both are, is there anything else that's worthwhile just to bring up? Yeah, I think maybe the last thing would just be thinking about every single effort in your funnel, all the way down to email and SMS, you know, down to direct mail even, right? So there's a lot of touch points, as you well know, there's tons of touch points in the journey. And the more you understand how they work together and and the true revenue that should be allocated to each one, the more more you could scale uh, profitably. We have many, or at least several mutual customers together and for those that don't know who Elevar is, we are, our focus in this world is conversion tracking. So ensuring that if you need tracking and data to go to Facebook or Impact Radius or any of these other platforms, the data is going there. In in your world, Austin, this is where we have crossover with our customers. What are the data dependencies that that you or or maybe not Northbeam specifically, but when you think about attribution software, what are mm-hmm. the data dependencies that you have, and and what type of data do you need to collect in order for uh, again? the attribution software is out there to do their job to answer that question of where, where, where should I be allocating my budget? Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, what you just said, which is good conversion tracking, right? We need to make sure that we're capturing all conversions. Otherwise you can't do proper attribution. So to your point, that's why, you know, we work together, right? Is the idea that you're setting up conversion tracking. We're utilizing that data to, to, to drive insights, right. And to drive, you know, high level, insights, but also very, very granular um, levers to pull, essentially. Yeah. And that's data coming in from third-party platforms, as well as your your own your own data, your own tracking that you'd implement. We do a lot of our, yeah, we input, pull and data ourselves. Yeah. We're not necessarily an aggregator, like some of the other folks out there, which is kind of historically what's been done with most attribution platforms for the most part. A lot of them claim to pull their own data, but they're actually really aggregating a lot of data. And so that's the big shift, which is to generate uh, a cleaner, more accurate data set. Next part, as we transition out of the one-on-one, a just general overview on on attribution, I'm sure you get this question all the time of customers or brands that they're heavy users of the meta. I'm not used to calling it meta. I'm still calling it Facebook. But the Facebook (laughs) ads manager or Google ads ads manager or any other platform they're using, they're they're heavy users of using that to extract, uh, try to extract insights do you find customers still use both or once they go to a platform like yours, do they just mm. basically ignore them and just focus purely on what they, they get out from Northbeam or others? Yeah, great question. I mean, you know, the funny part is I think we we work with a lot of very experienced media buyers, people who bought, you know, five, six hundred million dollars or more billions of dollars in ads themselves, right? Like with their teams, obviously. But um, and the first reaction is, wow, can we trust this data? Right. And and that's a smart question to ask, right? If you're going to work 
whether it's Northbeam or whoever you're going to work with, you you know, you should question. We we welcome that, right? Yeah, we get the same question. Even you're not necessarily going logging into Elevar to outside of our channel monitor. You're not logging in to look at performance stats and ROAS stats, et cetera. But it's the same question of, okay, if we are responsible for sending the conversion data and, and event data to different platforms, how can we trust that you're actually sending it and it's accurate? So, okay, so that's question number one is, can we trust the data that we're seeing in your platform? Yeah, and so I think some of my favorite customer stories are customers that said, yeah, you know, at first we we're nervous and there's a lot of like, well, why do you say this? And the platform mm -hmm. says that and like, and then eventually what we say is eventually they start to learn to work off of our data and work. And I guess what we're most proud of is that our customers that do that, like have like said, you know what, we're just gonna work off of Northbeam's data, basically a hundred percent success rate. They've scaled effectively, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and I think they're scared at first, right? They just like, all they wanna do is compare our data to, to the platform. Yeah. And then at some point they take the plunge and like, all right, well, I guess we're paying for this stuff. Let's give it a go. And then, and we need to deliver on that, right? That's our, our, our goal is to make sure that we're telling you the levers to pull, the data that you can follow. But I, I think it's smart that all the customers, whether using Nordbeam or anything else, to challenge it and to kind of stay on top of it. Why do you think there is the, again, not necessarily just make this and just about what, what you all do at Northbeam, but in general, we're thinking about all the other attribution providers out there. Why do you think there's such demand for brands to move away from the different channel reporting and move mm -hmm. into a potentially objective tool that doesn't, they're not as worried. So Northbeam, in this case, you might not be, at, you don't really care who gets the credit. You exactly. just, you want to attribute it and try to attribute it appropriately. Maybe that's, is that the answer is the platforms themselves, even when Facebook used to have the Facebook attribution analytics or their Facebook attribution platform, is there's just too much want and a conflict of interest for them to actually report the uh, the proper numbers? I think it's really a function of it's not their fault in the sense that like, if you're not seeing other things that are happening, how are you supposed to know, right? So like, yeah. you know, if I click on a, a meta ad, then I click on a TikTok ad, then I click on a not Google non-branded search ad and I buy you know, a pair of eyeglasses is Meta or TikTok or is anyone wrong for, for not knowing that users did other stuff. And, you know, I know obviously Google and, and certain platforms will try to, you know, pull in that data with their own like broader tool sets, but then it gets even more complicated because, you know, people may convert down like, two months later through email or through SMS. And like, you know, as you know, like we're yeah. trying to really stitch that all together. So our goal is to look at everything, not just things in, in a silo. Yeah. So if I stitch the story together of, of attribution, you start with customer brands have questions. Hey, we're spending millions per month and we need to know that the spend is accurate. However, we, while we're very heavy users in pulling out insights from each, each individual platform reporting, we don't necessarily trust that it's objective in and potentially you might run in that circumstance where there's over credit. So a hundred dollar purchase might, if you add everything up, you're getting to $300. So that th throws things out of whack. That ultimately is, is why there's that question that we get a lot from our customers. Okay. What do we do? And, and that is you're sophisticated enough where you need to start looking at an attribution, AKA more an objective platform that can remove themselves from being in the middle of the, the actual ad buying play. Am I stitching this story to, to together? I think you are. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are there any other friction points that you've seen just when customers, even if they've been up and running for a year, 
are there any other friction points where do they go back to that state of well we we, we need to double check we've been relying on north beam or our tool for 12 months but i don't know we're not scaling or hitting our goals and it could be other macro effects or right or global effects but do that does that come back or any other friction points that come back in the future that you see i mean we, we've had pretty good success so far i think the friction points are more around there are some brands where you know paid may not be the best thing to do right mm -hmm. like that's what i i mean it's it's not often but it happens right where it's more a function of because we don't North Beam, we're, we're just looking at everything, right? We're not just looking at paid. We're looking at your whole business, right? And that was something we established. We've been tracking organic affiliate and influencers for, for years, right? So like our perspective is like, hey, it may just be that like, you know, there's other ways for you to generate revenue for your business that are more, make more sense, right? Less about the attribution, more about the what, what works for the brand. And that's our goal at North Beam, right? We're just, we're not in it to like, promote any any ad spend or anything. We're just we just want to have you understand what's going to drive your business, right? I reached out to actually I didn't even tell you this before, but I reached out to a longtime customer of ours for plus years, good friends with them and they had been up and running and to make a long story short, he just said, "Oh yeah, we we actually end up pulling all of the spend from one channel because that's essentially what we're seeing and what they consulted us on and yeah, it's, it's actually turned out to be the right move so far." I say that because it was a huge win for them where they they essentially just increased their profitability. However, I wonder if we play that out six months, when do they start, okay, let's start dabbling back in that channel we just pulled spend from. And that gets more into that. I hate to use the word friction, but I think that's where every two, three, four months that's Think about conversion optimization where you, you split test something in January and you see a winner and you you know roll that out full time. And then is that still the same? Is that still the right user experience in May, June? Yeah. And that's a great point. And here's here's what I'll say there. Everything is fluid, like week yeah. to week, day to day, month to month. And that's why you need to kind of keep an eye on your data. Because to your point, sometimes for whatever reason, it could be competition, it could be time of year, CPMs and ads just don't make sense at a particular time, but that doesn't mean that's the case the next month, right? So you can't just make this blanket statement like, oh, we shouldn't do performance marketing, right? Like that doesn't make any sense because it may be, it's not working now, but you constantly have to be evaluating like, okay, but it could work next month because there's an arbitrage opportunity, right? So ultimately you touched on something that's key, a key value prop in terms of North Beam for us is like, we are, not a marketing attribution company. We are an e-commerce analytics company. What that means is we're looking at the business as a whole and trying to understand how do you ebb and flow your efforts in organic or affiliate or influencer or paid yeah. by month, by day, by week, by year, right? And so hopefully that it's kind of addressing your point, right? Which is like, you can't just make these blanket statements. Oh, paid ads don't work for us anymore. It's like, okay, that's not gonna be true, right? Yeah, yeah. But we cut spend on Facebook and basically everything is still humming along as normal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be the case for a month or two, but then yeah, you're right. missing out on an opportunity. What if Meta, you know, you try a new effort within Meta that you hadn't tried with new creative, with a new message, right? All of a sudden, it's hugely profitable. Let's use a use case. Let's say it's a $40 million annual brand and they're managing these decisions themselves as a team how often should they be going through this discussion of, 
okay, we made we made these decisions last week, last month, et cetera. Now we need to reevaluate. Can you can you talk through that? If you weren't there consulting or someone on your team wasn't there consulting, how how does that play out? What does that look like? And how often how often should they be doing that? Yeah, no, that's a really a really good question. Because um, I think as you you well know that the the amount of adjustments you need to make is correlated to how much you're spending, how many transactions are flowing through, how much, you know, essentially how much signal you're getting, right, is is predicated on how much data is flowing through, right? So I guess what I would say there is it all depends on the spend level, right? Like, so if they're, if it's a $40 million brand that's like not spending much because they're just like yeah. conservative and they're not in, in growth mode, you know, it would take longer to get signal, right? But if they're spending, you know, a million a month, then you need to look at things on a day-to-day basis, week to week, definitely week to week for sure, and reevaluate. I always like to say, for me, the brands that we see on Northbeam that scale the fastest are the ones that are always testing and trying different things, right? They're always trying to figure out, it's like rapid iteration, right? They're trying, and it makes sense, right? It's like everything in life, like the more you iterate and learn, the, the better better you're going to do. Unfortunately, that requires two things. One, good attribution so that you could like actually measure things to see. And then two, a lot of work, <laughs> you know, to, to like, to do that. That was my next question is, are those brands, are the teams in-house? Are they a mix of consultants or are they purely relying on uh, agencies? It's mixed. It's mixed, right? Come like on, we, you, I mean, we need, that's the politically <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> I know, you know, totally. Cause like a lot of people just like to give agencies a hard time, right? Like yeah. that's the, that's what, maybe that's your team me up No, for, no, not, I, not, not oh, at all. Oh, okay, okay. Well, for me, there's some great agencies out there. There really are. And look, are most of them good? No, <laughs> most of them are not good, but there are good ones out there, right? There are agencies that are honest, that, are digging the data that have really engaged. And we know, cause we work with agencies like that, that will, you know, email us on Saturday, like, Hey, you know, I saw this in Northbeam by the hour. What do you think? Or like, literally we had an agency buyer who emailed us over Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Cause he was excited about something he saw in Northbeam. I know this is like a shameless plug, but I'm just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. He good. did. He leveraged that to scale the business, and we were like, "Wow, yeah, you know, thanks, thanks for telling us." We were excited, right? We were like, "That's cool that he told us that." But um, but then at the same time, there's in-house people that are amazing too, right? They're also in the weeds over Black Friday, Cyber Monday, slacking us like, "Hey, I just radically increased spend on this thing where Northbeam gave a signal, and that's exciting." So yeah. you know, I don't. I think I really do believe it's all about the people at the end yeah. of the day. You know, yeah. I need to know where to spend my money. I don't trust the data coming out of the platforms. I don't trust, again, ads manager, whatever other platform that might be pulling from that's channel specific. I get up and running on software that can help manage my attribution, help answer those questions I have. That's going great. I'm iterating every day, every week, every month with my team. Now, okay, this is great. I'm I'm functioning to... Do I even need yeah. my tracking for Facebook, Google ads, impact radius, influencer? Do I still need that tracking on my site? That's that question that we get. So maybe just to make it even more cut and dry is, do I just, do, can I just rip out the Facebook pixel from my site? And I don't need, I don't need to have that running anymore since I have an attribution uh, tracker. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what your answer is to that. 
What's your answer? <laughs> what my, do people ask you? Well, so with the way that we we help coach and our customers through tracking is the the pixel is there for multiple reasons. One obviously is conversion tracking. So if you are performing reporting out and just use Facebook and Google Ads for that for this, if you are using their dashboard, even if it's to compare, you need that tracking. Otherwise, you'll have zeros and right. you, it'll be zero, right. row as zero, everything. Number two is you also need that data, whether it's events like view content, add to cart, et cetera, or if you're starting to push more the quote unquote zero party data, putting people through quizzes and and more uh, questions, you know, using inquire labs or whatever. And in theory, you want to push all of that data if you can, not to get in the privacy side of things, but you want to push all of that data into every channel as well which can then help with your different audiences if you aren't doing any dynamic audience creation and then build lookalikes off of that, et cetera. So that's the reason why I would say, in my opinion, you still want to keep both. And then also the other is, okay, if Northbeam goes away or whatever tool they're using, it's also the, well, if you just cut off all your tracking, but then you I don't know, Northbeam gets acquired and yeah. shuts down or whatever it is, then you're left with a gap of a year, two years without any data in this platform. So that's my very mm-hmm. long answer to uh, <laughs> how'd <laughs> yeah. I do? How'd I do? No, you did great. You did great. It was a good answer. I agree with you. I think you know, we're, we're in it for the long haul. So, <laughs> but I think, you know, for, I do think you're right. And I think that obviously, you know, Google and Meta and these platforms, they need to do their own optimization, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that they get that, that uh, that data personally. So yeah, I don't I don't think that I certainly am in favor of them doing their best to optimize as well, yeah. right? And and I think there's huge value in that in those platforms doing the best they can to optimize. So yeah, I'd be in favor of them of of including that for sure. Yeah, you you mentioned uh, having the platforms do the optimization. Is it a the better the platform performs? It's ultimately I mean it's a win for the brand, but right. It, does that does that impact you at all? Uh, maybe, maybe it doesn't. But at the end of the day, if the if we even just extract out a, both of us from a situation, it's I'm spending a million dollars a month. That one million needs to turn into 10, 20, whatever it is. So as whatever it takes for us and them and everyone, you know, their whole partner and app and team ecosystem, whatever it takes to get them from that one to 20, turn that one into 20 million doesn't really matter. So you actually would want the increased optimization to happen for them. Very roundabout, so, but you you want the platforms to be doing the target that you want their targeting to be better because right, that's my, right. Does that make sense? That's right. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, you don't want to get in the way of the platforms finding the best because they're running their own kind of MLAI to figure out okay, you know, and so you don't want to mess with that. You want to let them do what they do. So you know, yeah, I'm very much in favor of like letting those platforms do their, do their job. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge believer of that. Yeah. So you, you asked me first what, what my answer was. What was your, what was your answer going to be? <laughs> I mean, it was going to be similar to yours. I mean, in the sense that, yeah, similar. Like I think you want to let the platforms optimize and do what mm-hmm. they do. And then we measure it and <laughs> see how it goes, but we don't want to get in the way of them, you know, doing their MLAI on their, on their end. Yeah. Right. We do ours on our data set and, they do the best to find more for more users, like more users yeah. to that that makes sense to the customer. Yeah, I have another question that's related to this. That again, it comes up from 
either new new folks to LLVAR or even existing customers. But you go from the high roast to Wicked to Northbeam to the Rockerbox and Triple, and not that there's a ton of them out there, but those are the most common ones that come up in, in combos with our customers. Some platforms, I don't want to say it's the value prop, but I think some customers think, well, they're company XYZ, they're my quote-unquote attribution software of choice, and they're also pushing data back into the platform I won't name the name, but there's one that's like, you know, make the AI, yeah. AI, AI smarter, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So even in your experience, are the is that is that the job for the attribution software to do is to push that data back into the platform? Or it, what are the reasons why that I might not be thinking of that? Why some are, again, pushing data back to the conversion API, but I don't know if they're doing Facebook only or would that also span TikTok and Snap and Google ads, et cetera? I think I know who you're talking about. Unfortunately, one of the dangerous parts, sad things about marketing and, and this world and e-commerce is that, you know, people are always trying to get an edge by selling something that maybe is a little overreaching. And in my mind, like the smart thing to do is to let Meta and Google and, you know, TikTok, let these platforms do what they do, right? They they have their data sets. They know they have, they're going to do matching that, you know, you or I never thought of, yeah. right? Yeah, They've yeah. got a lot of smart data scientists. They know what they're doing. And like no analytics company is going to like tell them how to find users on that platform better than they know. Yeah, how. That's yeah. just not happening. That's, that's just, you know, yeah. and I understand how people want to try to sell that. And I know why, but Meta, there's some smart people over there, right? Yeah. The smart people at TikTok, the smart people at Google. Like it's not to say that, you know, attribution companies or e-commerce analytics companies aren't also bright, but it's like they're operating off a broader data set yeah. than, than all, any of us are at this point, you know? And Google would certainly be, <laughs> they would tell you they they know what they're doing and they do. Well, I don't know what the percentage, but <laughs> they're logged in Gmail users and all the other all the other Google platforms. Okay, so I'll put a bow on the, this part where we are talking about, again, tracking that specific to, to what you all do and just the attribution software market in general versus and the difference and nuances of the event tracking, conversion tracking. Now, just in a couple minutes, can we just touch a little bit on the same concept, but then look at the the BI, so BI tools. That's another thing that comes up. Again, for with our customers, people ask about, do they need a data warehouse? Do they need to build their own visualization? Do they go with Dacity or the other platforms that are out there they're comparing? What are your thoughts and what do you see with your customers? Are they using all of, like they are using additional visualization tools or, mm -hmm. or they're just relying on potentially what's coming out of your platform? Yeah, I mean, we definitely have customers that use multiple tools for sure mm -hmm. um, that don't just use us. I think, thankfully, they primarily use us, which is cool. They do log in for other kind of visualizations that we just to supplemental visualizations or create them themselves, right? Like we have customers will who will export our data and um, work with their in-house data science teams to, you know, just visualize things in a different way than than we do, which I which I think is cool. I think it's, you know, but we're still trying to make it easier, right? Like at our core, we're fundamentally trying to change the way executive teams look at their data day to day, week to week, month to month, even over years with clients we've had for a while. Like, you know, look at how's how's this year performing compared to last year. But I will say that, you know, it really depends on the business, right? But I do think we make it easier. I mean, that maybe that's, maybe I'm delusional, but <laughs> we're trying to make it easier, you know, is the idea. Good overview. The way I think about it is, again, going back to the one-on-one of why 
why do customers even broach the topic of attribution is they need to know where to spend their million dollar budget. And when I think about the other data warehouses, when I, what I see our customers utilizing, and, and obviously we have a ton of crossover with Audacity is, okay, if once they know where to spend, then it gets into the nuance of improving and optimizing those channels or that part of the funnel. So it could be retention. So post-purchase of, okay, how are we driving second, third, fourth, and how are our flows came, uh, flows performing, et cetera? Is, is that, would you agree with that or, or am I way out in left field with that one? No, no, no. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, to be very clear at Northbeam, we are primarily focused on top of funnel, like top line growth. Like that is definitely where Northbeam is focused, right? Like if you, and that's where we're not as good of a fit for like a small, like someone who's like, ah, we don't really, we're not gonna, we're not like, and I guess that's kind of, it's kind of, I think most brands wanna grow, right? Most companies wanna grow. So I guess that's why I think we're a good fit. But yeah, sometimes there are companies that are just content to just kind of cruise along. And that's where I think we have, we have brands in the platform that are really happy, just kind of, you know, growing incrementally slowly. Well, I think it's fine, but, um, but again, we're we're really focused on like what are the levers to pull and how do you look at the business to scale it? Now we're also doing some of that down funnel analysis too, but we're really excited about like how do you scale the business, right? Makes sense. Couple last things before we wrap up. How would you consult brands in their approach to decision making when utilizing uh, when extracting insights from your platform or just in general yeah how should brands approach decision making when it comes to utilizing their insights and data from an attribution platform what do they do i'll maybe speak generally not just us you know yeah, yeah. so it's not too yeah. self-serving here <laughs> um yeah i think like i always my dad has an expression i love which is consider the source you know so like when you're when you're getting insights and information like make sure you trust it and like understand the data integrity, which I think plays into kind of what you do as well, right? So I would say, number one, focus, make sure you feel comfortable with the the data you're looking at that you feel there's real integrity there. Number two, is your analysis based on like just very basic logic or are you working with your team to really think through, okay, well, what is our, you know, our performance may look like this now, but what is it going to look like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days from now, or even longer for that matter? Right. And so kind of having that short-term versus long-term view, like, I think that's the real key, right. Is to like wrap your head around those two perspectives. The short long-term is decision-making in the next 30 days and then decisions that may impact 180 days down the road. Is that what you mean? I guess. Yeah. Sorry. Let me be more clear. Basically like what I'm really getting at is to, and this, I'll just, maybe I'll just use Northbeam because it's like, I can give a more specific answer, but like the idea is what is my one day click return, right? Like how am I doing in the short term and how will that actually look in 30, 60, 90, or even beyond? And we've been doing that in Northbeam for a long time, right? For years now, like evaluating, like how do I make decisions today? And how's, how is that going to play out over time? So to me, like when I think about, to answer your question, like, you know, what are the things to look for? In my mind, it's looking at those metrics by every single channel and effort, whether it's paid or unpaid, to understand, okay, where am I investing in growth in a, a profitable way? And where am I just bleeding money? And I just, this isn't making any sense, right? Oh, e even within each platform, right? Like different efforts within each one. Yeah, that makes sense. So just to wrap things up here, 
if someone is getting started on, again, let's just use Northbeam, but just try to generalize it in case they're using other platforms. But if you could just give them two to three tips on do these two to three things and your percentage or likelihood of success will be significantly higher, what would what would that be? I know it's a fairly, and we didn't rehearse this question, so I'm putting you on the spot here, but yeah, yeah, no, fairly, right. uh, fairly generic. Right. But I think that's that's the trying to answer the, okay, we're up and running on platform X. Now, what do I do? What's the, what's the next 90 seconds? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to back out of Northbeam or any platform and just think high level in the business, which is, I think the most important thing is to understand for your business, what are your attainable goals given your cash flow, right? So like to me, the answer is you can get caught up in the weeds very easily. But for me, it's kind of like budget planning, like figure out and have a thought process around how are you going to scale the business over the next six to 12 months, right? In a way that makes sense. And so like, to me, that's like, that's the thing I think you got to start with, right? And I think it's very easy. Like I could just give you these like very specific tactical things I think are key to do. I think that's almost two in the weeds. I think it's more like evaluate the data. That's what we try to do at Northbeam, right? Is like, we try to like dig in on the on the data, but then like step back and look at, okay, what do we need to do high level with this? What are the goals that we should set or you should set as a business? And we don't tell people what to do. We just, we try to understand that so yeah. that when we're looking at the data that, you know, we can be more useful. So I think I always like to start there. I think that's the big takeaway. And it, that, it sounds easy, but it's it's not that easy to do that, right? To figure out what, how should we plan scaling our business over the next year? Yeah. See the forest through the trees. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we're going to put a wrap on it. Austin, thank you so much for jumping on. And uh, for those that want to learn more about Austin or Northbeam and anything else that we've talked about, there'll be links in the show notes and we'll be actually putting together an article just helping educate our, our customers, anyone listening, how to how to really think about conversion tracking and attribution and data warehousing and everything that goes along with that. So Austin, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks, Brad. That was great. Appreciate it. Cheers. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or a review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar, that's E-L-E-V-A-R, or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again. Thanks again.